0: Welcome to Season 4 of My Study Journey. In previous seasons, we've heard inspiring stories from international students who have studied here at TAFE Queensland. In this eight-part podcast, we'll hear from our amazing teachers and industry partners who give us an insight into what the courses and working in industry is really like. This is Industry Insights.
1: My name's Brett Hill, I'm a carpentry teacher at Skills Tech TAFE, Casey Ridge campus and I look after Cert 3s, uh, Certificate 3 that is, and Certificate 1. So a variety of students, all different age groups, uh, different nationalities.
0: Why did you get into carpentry?
1: Just luck really, I was finishing grade 11, so um, one year to go at school and I was kind of not concentrating on school my parents said if the only way you're leaving school is if you can get a tray one thing i did really enjoy at school was woodwork and i just luckily got a carpenter apprenticeship and uh, so happy i recommend it to anyone another part of it too is a carpenter you kind of can be semi-mobile so a lot of different sites building sites you're moving around a bit so if you're the kind of person that doesn't want to turn up at the same shop workshop day in, day out and you want to roam a bit, carpentry is for you. I did a little bit of cabinet making through my apprenticeship and um, I didn't mind the work so much, but turning up to that same shed was not for me.
0: What's the difference between cabinet making and carpentry?
1: So a cabinet maker main role is around kitchens and vanities. So there's a little bit of furniture making, but you kind of need to specialise in that if you want to sort of go down that road. Um, so for the most part, you're making kitchens and, and vanity units for buildings, whether they're homes or offices. There's two parts to it. You can be in the workshop cutting up sheets and screwing and nailing blocks together to build bases and cutting out. Countertops, bench tops, laminating them, and then there's sort of the mobile sort of part where you go out and fit the kitchens or fit the vanities or whatever that place needs.
0: So you did your apprenticeship. What happened after that?
1: So I w- worked in Toowoomba for a couple of years. Worked there as a tradesman carpenter, building new homes and renovating. And then I went back to Billiwilla for a bit. Same there, building new homes and renovating. But once I hit my 20s, it was uh, I needed the ocean and so basically that kind of governed where I lived for, for the next 10 years. I kind of didn't really pick places on where my career would go ahead or anything. I picked it on if I had friends there or if it was a surfable place. The career took a sort of a, you know, a second to that. If you stray away from booming areas and if you go to like a town that's just a, a normal town... You're going to be working in the housing industry if you're a carpenter, so which is good. There's a lot of variety work in um, housing and a lot of builders in those places, they're not overwhelmed with heaps of work. So they do everything from turning up on a bare site, marking out the position of the house. These days, you can get a surveyor in to mark that out, but you won't give a surveyor $800 when you can go and do it yourself. Mm. I've got a good range of work and skills just because I lived in, in towns that where... Um, builders and carpenters were doing the, doing everything themselves. So
2: carpentry in Australia is building of houses, building of factories, warehouses, renovations and extensions to people's existing homes, bathroom renovations.
1: The apprenticeship is still like that. The 30 units do cover building of the whole house from foundations through to, through to the finish. But these days, especially in a city you do get carpenters and builders kind of take on a certain area of the building sort of structure and, and sort of pigeonhole themselves in there. So that's what we try and avoid when we're sending out students. We want to get them a wide range of experience.
0: So in the city, it's mainly like corporate kind of stuff or what's as opposed um, to houses? It's
1: more- no, city offers a lot, everything really, houses, commercial and industrial. It's got it all, but depends if you want to live in a A city or not Mm -hmm. and you get your larger coastal towns. so Gold Coast same thing Uh, probably not as much as Brisbane so Gold Coast has got the housing industry it's got commercial so shopping centers get built multi-story residential get built Mm. so when you get multi-story residential it really turns from timber more to just concrete and steel so it's a slightly different way of building but there's a lot of money to be made for carpenters getting into multi-story residential and commercial they kind of might have to uh, fine-tune their or change their skills a little bit it might be more formwork, tying steel but there's fit outs too so you'll have a multi-story building it also has a lot of fit out inside so you're building either timber or steel walls a lot of it's glass So that sort of gets subbed out to glazing industry. So uh, that's another area you can go if you're a carpenter and you get sort of tired of carpentry, you can sort of do a bit of training, cross over into glazing or tiling. So Mm. the skills, you'll find the skills in carpentry and building do make it easy for you to jump into another trade, so to speak. So a lot of carpenters will do their own plastering, do their own tiling. For legal reasons, you can't do plumbing and electrical. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of licensed trades with the skills they learn in carpentry can do the other trades
0: wow so it's very versatile so i don't
1: want to talk myself up but,
0: <laughs> but carpenters are you pretty know, good you know how to do basically everything <laughs> cool yeah.
1: and that's why carpenters tend to go on to be the builder once you've done carpentry you have your cert three you've then got to go get a license with the state's authority so if you're in queensland they'll have the qbcc if you're in new south wales it's a different authority so you have to register with them get a license to work and you'll find you soon will want to be a builder because under the carpentry license you're capped to a certain scope of work so you need to do the next lot of training which is your cert four and that lets you become a builder so that's another 14 units of study plus two years experience in the scope of the work you're going for. So it's pretty much you are working for someone supervising the building of houses and that builder is saying, yes, uh, this person has worked for me for two years as a builder and I've supervised him or her, they then can apply for a license. Study is quite cheap compared to other areas in Australia and the biggest selling factor in my opinion is the fact that TAFE Queensland by far has the best trade training facilities out of any education provider offering trades to international students? From there, if that's not enough for you, you can do the diploma and that allows you to do moves more into commercial. So you then can go, I think it's up to 15 stories, so multi residential and commercial. And if you still want more, you do the advanced diploma and then that's um, skyscrapers.
0: Wow. Mm. Vocational placement, otherwise known as VPC, is when a student goes out and works on an actual work site for a company. Can you give us a bit of an indication of how doing that vocational placement really helps with their training on campus.
1: In here, we are simulating the real thing. So we make it as real as possible, but it's never gonna be as real as what it is when you're actually on a work site. It's certainly important that you get out on site and get that experience. We certainly couldn't really get you to where you need to be without the industry experience. It's where you really perfect and hone your skills, and I guess see things from a different set of eyes as well. So in here, it's a training facility, and it's just different when you go on site. I love the course. That's the best thing that happened to me, I guess.
0: So how would you describe what an apprentice would do at VPC?
1: Generally, they're heading out with with some good skills, so they, by the time they get out to the vocational placement, they've got quite a range of skills. They won't be unsupervised, so there'll be a a tradesman with them. I guess they're sort of guided through whatever jobs they're given, but it can be all sorts of work. It can be anything from concreting, can be building frames, can be doing fix-out of homes. Generally, a lot of it revolves around the housing industry and building homes. That's kind of the area we want our apprentices to get most experience in, because quite often that is where the the jobs are. Mm -hmm. Once you leave the city or a booming town, um, the commercial work is is less sort of offered. So you'll find most parts of Australia, a carpenter's job is around the housing industry, repairing or building houses. So Mm -hmm. it makes sense to try and get the experience in that area. It's not until you move into sort of more of a populated area where there's more commercial work. There's another department that lines up hosts for our apprentices. And part of my teaching job is to ring the hosts and just see that the student's travelling all right and turning up and is able to carry out the tasks they're asked. So I kind of really get to know the host via the phone and if a visit's needed, I'll go out and and meet them.
0: Does the person who does that VPC, the organisers, do they call up just random places and find them or?
1: It works a couple of ways. You can have builders and carpenters sort of putting their name down through word of mouth or the um, unit will get on the phone and ring around, reputable builders and people that are also doing the right type of work to give a variety of experience.
0: Talking about being different on site, it is quite a male-dominated industry. Do you see more females coming in and do you see the industry... Changing to allow for that to happen.
1: I do. They're trying so hard to recruit more females into the industry. So they have different platforms they work from to promote it. It is a physically tough job. So I guess you have to keep the reality of it in the back of your head that carpentry can be, depending on what work you take on, can be too much of a physical strain for some body types, and it's the same with males. But we have a female teacher here. I have a Cert three class. I have four females in there. So, yeah, girls and boys both love woodwork. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So bring it on and it's definitely changed.
0: Getting involved with those committees or getting involved with those groups that are working to get more women in the industry. How long does it take to do an apprenticeship?
1: It's four years, but it's competency-based. So if you're picking up the knowledge quite quick, it can be reduced to whatever you and your employer think you are ready to finish. You do have to move through 30 units of study uh, over that four years, but often we see apprentices finishing three years, six months, sometimes a little bit closer to three years. Uh, They do two years in at the campus and a mixture of training in here and training on site. And then they're required to do more hours on site before they're a fully-fledged carpenter. So quite often the international students are finishing in three years.
0: In your opinion, do they enter the workforce with the same amount of skills?
1: Yes, yep, Mm -hmm. yep, definitely. As a training organisation, we work to a government checklist and once the student has reached that benchmark in that unit, they're deemed competent and they're finished with that unit.
0: Thank you so much for coming and having a chat with us today. You've had a robust understanding of training and the industry, so I really appreciate your time. Oh my pleasure. I'm now going to have a chat with Chris from KDAS Projects, which works in the building and construction industry. Chris employs a range of different trades, but today we're going to talk all things carpentry. Thanks so much for having us here, Chris. You're welcome. What did you study?
2: Okay, I did management course, a certificate three, plus I did an apprenticeship as a mature student.
0: What was your apprenticeship in? Carpentry. What is your experience in industry?
2: Got about 35, 36 years of experience and um, uh, working on tools probably for 20, 25 years.
0: What's your favourite part?
2: <laughs> um, probably in- interacting with people, I would say. I love working with people. Yeah. yeah. And um, I love being on tools, but unfortunately, I can't afford to do that anymore, So, but I do love that, so I miss it quite a bit, yes. Yeah,
0: it must be pretty cool helping people when they have a concept of what they want and then you making it and all of a sudden there's their dream home or, you know, the shop fit out that they want, so it must be a cool experience. Yeah,
2: we, we actually got a, a slogan on a business card, which um, we acknowledge people's um, vision, and build refreshing living space. So we actually say it mm-hmm. on business cards because that's what we do. We bring things into reality from plans, from somebody's concept in the head, uh, put down on a plan and then we make it happen. So, yes, yeah, yeah. I enjoy doing that. Yeah. Very much so, yes.
0: That's amazing. Mm. When talking about students who are training, once they've finished their training, is it easy to get a job within industry?
2: From my experience, we're always looking for good um, potential apprentices or um, someone that finish a TAFE course and that sort of stuff. It depends on the individual. I think that the hardest thing for us is to find a young individual with um, zest for doing the job. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, the attitude is not the right thing. They might have the right training, but the attitude is the problem. So no matter how well trained you are, if you don't have the right attitude, it'll be very difficult for you to get a job.
0: I just felt so happy and, and so proud of myself when I got that job and is it quite a physically demanding job as well so if you're not if you don't have the right attitude and if you're not willing to put the effort in it could be well it just wouldn't work really
2: no it would, look it can be physical depends what what we do i mean if you're carrying timbers heavy timbers that sort of it can be physical but um these days we're very conscientious of the um uh, safety and that sort of stuff so uh, packaging comes. 10 kg bags now, concrete that sort of stuff. So it's easier. But yes, you can be physical sometimes, yes.
0: What is the pay like?
2: Well, as an apprentice, it's the award wages. But once the apprentice has finished the apprenticeship, um, well, it depends on your ability. It depends how good you are. It depends, you know, how good you want to be. and um, And then whoever you work for, if they're willing to reward you for the hard work that you do. So I think the pay would be more in regards of your attitude, what sort of quality you're willing to supply. Because you've got basic training and they know basically how to do bits and pieces, but whether you will put that extra effort to make it look much better than what the standards is.
0: Yeah, so reward for quality?
2: Exactly, yeah. reward. That's what I do with my staff, a reward
1: for quality. When you've studied, you're most likely gonna walk into a job where you've got that TAFE qualification. You're gonna get P's, what you should be getting P's.
0: When someone studies carpentry and then they work as a carpenter for X amount of years, what are other career options that they can do? Or where can they take their career?
2: You can get promoted with the company to be a site supervisor, construction manager, and you can go and work for bigger companies and be construction manager, which is, the pay's really good and and the responsibility's always there in long hours, but. Every job's very similar. But you can, you know, claim the letter in a corporate world if you wish to, or you can start up your own business and do it that way.
0: Okay. And when you start up your own business just to paint the scene, do you then need to do any more courses
2: or you Look, can just do it? I, I think learning never stops. I think in any industry that you're in it never stops. So you finish your basic course, but you're always learning. I'm over 50 and I'm learning every day. Yeah. And, and I'm learning from younger people too. It's not just the older people. So I think you learn every day. If you've got that attitude, you become very good at what you do. Yeah. Um, so the minute you think you know it all, I think it's time to go. So yeah, <laughs> so, so yeah you're learning every day. I believe. So doing other courses, I think will be very important. But I think Working for a company that's willing to teach you new things and, and the young people willing to learn, it's very, very important mm. uh, because finishing your course is not going to be it, it's only the start.
0: Yeah. What do you think of the training that TAFE Queensland provides students?
2: I think it's very good, and um, from my experience to date, it depends on the individual as well. For example, uh, some. Have got the zest to do it, and some don't. Yeah. And I don't think you can teach that at TAFE. I think it comes with the individual person. So. Yeah. But otherwise, the the basic knowledge and everything—it's there, which is really—I think it's the base. They've got to have some sort of base, and I think you, you guys are doing a great job with that. Mm. And what the person, the individual person, does with it, and how far he takes it—it's it, up to them. Yeah. So I think that's the important one. I think it's important after you finish the course to get a job with a good company that is willing to teach you new things all the time and a variety of different things yeah Um, if you go with a small builder for example they might be doing the same thing over and over Mm. and the young person will get bored with it very easily so we try to send them to different sites and do different things so they they're exposed to different things
0: yeah nice what advice would you give someone thinking of choosing this career path
2: think about it and really think about whether it suits you whether it's something that you'd like to do. Yeah. So think about it, if this is what you really wanna do, go 100% into it and you'll be fine.
0: Do you think it's worth people getting experience in industry maybe as like a trade hand or something like that before they? Very much they...
2: so, yes. Because look, TAFE can teach you certain things, but I think a lot of things are still to be learned on the job. And even interacting with different carpenters, different trades, it's Mm. something that tape I don't think, will teach you. Mm. Uh, You've got different personalities and some people are fiery, some are not and that sort of stuff. So learning how to deal with your fellow colleagues, it's very, very important and um, and that you'll learn on, on, on job.
0: If you could wrap up your experience in industry in just a couple of sentences, how would you describe it?
2: Experience, it's something that's ongoing. Well, I've had experience in a lot of different things that probably most builders don't. A lot of builders just stick to new houses or or renovations. Um, I've got experience in shop fit outs, nightclubs, uh, McDonald's restaurants, Wow. Um, we've done quite a few for them, coffee shops, gym fit outs, luxury homes, standard homes, and uh, commercial buildings, a lot of builders don't want to deviate and go to different areas. I've sort of hit it head on and I believe that the more you experience, the better you become. So, do I know a lot? Look, I don't know what that means, okay? (laughs) How long is a piece of string? I know it's enough for me to deal with every day's hurdles that we have and and try to teach my staff to be better people.
0: Well, thank you so much. We are actually currently in one of KDAS's construction sites at the moment, which is pretty cool. We're in a gym fit out right now. So thank you very much for letting us come in and interview you and hear your aspect on the industry.
2: Very welcome. Thank you.
0: If you've enjoyed this story and want to explore studying at TAFE Queensland, visit us at tafequeensland.edu.au. Click on the international tab at the top of the page, that's tafeqld.edu.au.